0: This is Dee, Dee Keel, and you're listening to Pantheon Podcasts.
1: Pantheon Podcasts presents... From Hollywood, California. The Devil's Music with Pleasant Gaming. You are invited to join... The Hollywood Princess as she explores her lifelong pursuits in the occult, sex, love, and that sinful rock and roll. Ladies and gentlemen, step into the dark parlor of Pleasant Gaiman as she brings you The Devil's Music. Hi, this
2: is Pleasant Gaiman. Welcome to The Devil's Music, a Pantheon podcast where rock and roll meets the occult. For those of you that don't know me, I do a lot of stuff. I'm a dancer, actor, tarot reader, and a best-selling author with eight books out. I got one on the way, too. Look for my new memoir, Rock and Roll Witch, on Punk Hostage Press. You might have seen me acting or dancing in music videos, Feature films and documentaries. In fact, look for me in the new GoGo stock. To find out more about me or to book a tarot reading, please go to com, or check out my Instagram, Princess of Hollywood. All one word, baby. I post there a lot. I'm really happy to be part of the Pantheon Podcast Network. Everyone at Pantheon tells stories about the music we love so much. There's like 50 podcasts. Find them all on Pantheon, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio.com, Pandora, anywhere you get your favorite podcast fix. Head on over to PantheonPodcast.com and share a show with a friend, or I'll put a spell on you, baby. We'll mm-hmm.
0: this is Pleasant Gaiman, and you're listening to The Devil's Music. Today, my guest is a really good friend of mine. She's a foxy lady, but most importantly, she's a witch and an author. Her name is Gabriela and she's the author of Inner Witch, A Modern Guide to the Ancient Craft, Embodying the Elements, and you just came out with a journal, right? I'm saying before I get done introducing you. Yeah. <laughs> tell, tell us about the journal. It's like a workbook for, for witches, right? Yes.
3: So, my journal is called Embody Your Magic, a guided journal for the modern witch. And it is a complement to my other books and can also be used alone and in it i break down i break it down through element which corresponds to the different aspects of the self so i have a section on earth which is all which is rituals and magic for the physical body. I have a section on air, which is magic and journaling and rituals for the mental body. Water is the emotional body. Fire is a spiritual body. Oh, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. And, um, <laughs> Look at how modern she is. She didn't even turn up the alarms on her phone. Funny enough, I have... Um, notification or I have an alarm on my phone to remind me to do solar adorations, which I have been slacking on. So at least it's... Solar
0: adorations, like adoring the sun, right? I'm just saying that for our listeners because
3: something
0: used to mean a different thing back in my day. No. Oh yeah.
3: (laughs) I mean, it's, it was originally from uh, like Crowley magic or from Crowley's, his, um, not necessarily the but like it is one of his, from one of his books called and you perform solar adorations, um, four times a day. It's like the number you're supposed to do. I definitely don't do it four times a day, but it's to align yourself with the energy of the sun. So, um, yeah, fun fact, but yeah, my, my journal also. Has- I should do that
0: for the moon.
3: <laughs> yes. Yes. We definitely do that for the moon. I think that's like the natural way that which is work, but, um, the last section for the journal is about the soul and in each section i have specific rituals and tarot spreads and mantras and journal prompts and there's plenty of questions and guidance and space to write so it's part spell book and part diy grimoire and yeah it came out on the oh my god I don't even remember what date came out what month is it so it came out in September I don't know Wait, I, I thought, thought this was May right
0: yeah. now no in, in case you guys uh, out there in listener land I know that you're in the pandemic too but so um Gabby Gabby I call her Gabby uh, and I are in um we're in a different space time continuum right now and I know that y'all have probably seen pictures of her on Instagram and Twitter and kinky bondage and no worries. We are going to get to that shit right away, <laughs> but finish talking about your books first, just so, so we can show that you're not only hot and weird, uh, but really talented and better, better with you, which is why I saved you for, for rocktober.
3: <laughs> yes. Oh my God. October's our month. So yeah, my, journal came out on the fall equinox and then my other books, Inner Witch, A Modern Guide to the Ancient Craft, is like a witch 101 book. It really has like everything you need to so start a practice with both magic and witchcraft, um, crystals, tarot cards, working with the moon, glamour magic, energy work, spirit guides. Um, how to create an altar in a sacred space? How to create your own rituals? So um, that one is like really good if you're if you don't know where to start. And then my second book, my second book, my second book, "Bewitching the Elements: A Guide to Empowering Yourself Through Earth, Air, Fire, Water, and Spirit." breaks down different correspondences for each of the elements, how to work with each of the elements, goddesses for each of the elements, um, and really is a guide in deepening your magical practice through elemental magic and really connecting with these foundational energies that I really think are at the basis of so many of our practices with witchcraft.
0: Good, good. So I'm just going to describe to you guys what, what Gabby's looking like right now. She's got one side of her head shaved and it's lime green on the crew cut. And then the other side has a big black ponytail that looks like she'd be go-go dancing in a Bond movie. She's wearing she's wearing a magenta and black lace little teddy and she's got a, a, a really tall um, patent leather slave collar on. And she's against um, this gorgeous painting of an Indian deity I can't tell, it's (laughs) like Lakshmi, yeah, okay, I could only see the lotus, and then there's also all this, like, carnival, fucking Mardi Gras, like, hot pink background, eye makeup, yeah, tinsel just for that touch of glamour, (laughs) that grimoire glamour, okay, I'm going to tell you guys, just in case you don't know what a grimoire is, a grimoire, um, because I know some of you were just here for the rock and roll and the fucking sick-ass stories, but um, a, a grimoire is it's a magical book of spells or a book of shadows. It's basically like what Julia Child would write down if she was a witch. You know, it's the recipes on how to do shit. So um, or, you know, it's probably this stuff of Alistair Crowley's that Jimmy Page read as he was like doodling around, inventing garage, uh, garage, not garage, guitar. Someone's had too much coffee today. Might that be me? Um, <laughs> when um jimmy page was making up guitar solos i'm sure he summoned a lot of alistair and in, into them anyway um so and as i was saying him um gabby's all over social media and you probably see these really awesome hot kinked out uh photos of her like all tied up because you're learning how to do shibari which is like um the art of asian rope tying you're doing it on yourself now right because we're in quarantine yes okay uh, yeah so how, how do you do that do you have to like when i even like if i'm wrapping a package i have to like stick my toe on top of it to get the, <laughs> the yeah, yeah okay now everybody that i've given a gift to knows that that my foot goes on top of it so you get a tight knot so how the hell do you do it
3: um so i First off, I just want to say I am still like a very much a beginner with shibari or erotic rope bondage. I'm uh, still figuring it out, but I love being tied up. I think it's, at least for me, it is something that helps me be really present in my body and in quarantine when I've been feeling very disembodied and very disconnected from my Physical vessel, so to speak. Um, it's been a really powerful tool of just like helping me be present and helping me feel feel just like my my physical presence in or my erotic energy in that way. So I learned I've learned shabari from uh, websites like Shabari Study, which is a really great site that has really really great videos, and by like just you know learning from friends who are also kinky and then also just taking classes when back in the day, pre-pandemic, we were able to take classes and go places, but uh, for to like be able to tie yourself up or really just work with shibari in general, there's, you really only like to begin, need to know how to do a single column tie, which is a specific tie around one column. So a column being your torso, a single wrist, a single ankle, a single thigh, and then the double column, which are are two pieces of the body that come together. So tying like hog things. tying, you mean? No, uh, Oh, little, <laughs> but that's part of it. Is like, that like, like hog tying? <laughs> but I can't. I mean, I'm sure there are people who can hog tie themselves. That's one of those things that's a lot harder to do on yourself than just like finding your legs. I
0: know because you have to get the wait, wait. Not, now yeah. I'm giving it away that I've tried
3: it. <laughs> i am been comp I like it, it's fun, but unfortunately squeal like a pig. Huh? Is <laughs> it squeal like a pig? Yeah, I was making some noise. It wasn't necessarily squealing, but it wasn't that far off either. Um, so single column ties like one wrist, double column tie would be like both of your wrists together, or your torso and your legs, or like your ankles. So those two ties can like really be like very foundational and help you just like play around with doing other stuff and then also reverse tension, which is like kind of like, I guess, tying a gift where you're using tension that's moving in different directions to create um, like resistance, I guess. So I'm like, I'm such a submissive. I'm such a bottom. I was just gonna say that, me too. Blindfold me and I'm happy. Yeah, like blindfold me, hurt me. slam me up against the wall. Yeah, like, so I feel like, some people, um, shibari comes really naturally too and they just like understand the ties and are able to just like do it very easily. And it's something that I'm getting better at, but it's like, yeah, I'm just like, well, nobody's gonna tie me up right now. So I'm just gonna do it to myself. But I would 10 out of 10 times rather be tied up than tying somebody else up, so.
0: But if you had a, if you, I mean, I'm trying to think of a good way to do it in pandemic. Like if, if we had a really long rope, and uh, wait, now we can like just cue Give Him Enough Rope by The Clash. Let's play Give Him Enough Rope by The Clash right now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, if you had enough rope, you could totally, um, like have someone more than six feet away from you and they could like just put a loose hitch on the rope and then you could stick both your arms through it and they could like pull it tight. If you use like the right kind of hitch, like used for livestock, I think it could well,
3: like... probably that I, I feel like I, I would be very impressed if this was possible. And I do offer myself up as a Guinea, Guinea pig, but
0: I think you're going to get a lot of offers after this podcast.
3: A lot Yeah, a lot of times that I do, I'm like, I don't think it would work, but I love that idea. But yeah, I'm just for COVID safety. And because uh, I'm not, you know, in the vicinity of anybody I feel safe with tying me up, I'm just like, I'll do it to myself. So it's been a
0: fun... You're not not into anybody you feel safe with? Like you'd rather be with someone you didn't trust tying you up? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I don't have anybody in my pods that... No, uh, I know that. I know that. I was just kidding. I'd rather have someone I didn't trust tying me up. I mean, like, you know, wait, the other, like last night, my cat was molesting me so hard that I wrote on Twitter. I need a save." Saw I
3: saw a tweet. Well, at least you're getting some action. I'm, extremely- I'm getting a lot of pussy. I'm getting a lot of pussy during pandemic. <laughs> I love
0: it. Pussy on pussy action. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what about, what about like, okay, so here's, here's the thing that I like about it too. I like, I like blindfolds uh, and that kind of thing, because I'm, I mean, for both of us as witches, like as soon as you block out your, um your outside eyes, then I feel like the the um, third eye just like fucking opens up like crazy.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Do you and think like that's people- true? Oh yeah. I think for me, like that's part of it, but I really think that like not having the visual cues allows me to just be like, yeah, more present with what I'm feeling and like the energy oh, yeah. I'm, I'm in touch with. So it definitely like, I just, I, I really like, um, uh, sensory deprivation. So I think it's, yeah, I like, I like being blindfolded too, especially yeah, when I'm like, tied or, you know, have a gap in my mouth or, and, freaked out so
0: what about um what about like uh like um narratives from the top
3: Ooh, like if they're like like, like, dirty dirty talk talk. that's what I meant does it know or anything I I like it I feel like for me like when I am um like what the times I have been blindfolded like I like it because it's like there's not a lot of talk going on and it's really silent and i can only hear like like one time i was like hogtied and had a blindfold on and hurt like the guy was the guy that was doing this with me um had a taser and like made it go off and like that was very freaky because like i was like he like, made know. it go off on you and just no he just experiment. like did it in the air so like and he's like do you know what that is and i was like is that a taser? And he's like, yeah, no, I don't to use it on you. But um I think for me like And then you were I, thinking, Go ahead. No, I'm just kidding. Well, I was like I that would that would have that it was so it was very unnerving to hear that when I was not expecting that noise. But
0: I had a, someone gave me a pink taser once. I have a pink taser. Of course you do. Well, I, an old boyfriend of mine gave me a pink taser and I couldn't stop, like, like firing it off. Because you could, I mean, it was like a little shitty one, like a mail order. I mean, it wasn't shitty, but it wasn't top of the line, like real police yeah. taser. But so I can't, I, I like fried through the batteries immediately because little, like, lavender lightning bolts would come out of it. So he kept having to give me new batteries. And I went to this really hellish laundromat in the middle of Hollywood, like on Weston and Sunset. And it was horrible. And this really scary, smelly, stinky, fat bum. I'm calling it a bum, not a homeless person because when this happened, everyone still called them bums. But this, this guy, like, I was carrying like a load of laundry, clean laundry outside, and this guy just looked right at me and just went, Egh! like he did the biggest belt ever. And my hand was in my purse with a taser, and all I just thought in my head was fry, motherfucker, fry.
3: <laughs> you don't know what I've got in my purse. I feel like that's the best way to carry a taser, is near you when you are alone, especially in Hollywood. But um. Yeah. I kind of like, like, I think for me, like, I like dirty talk. I mean, I'm, a, I'm such an air sign that like my natural mode of operation is like talking a lot or texting a lot. So like the, the silence and like the not having that is like more, it makes it more intense for me because it's not my natural mode of being. So. Yeah. That,
0: I think that's why I like it too. You know what? I spent, let me ask you if you've been having this, this, this doesn't really have to do with sensory deprivation, but I swear to fucking God, like in the past, like maybe month or two, and I'm I, maybe I'm only relating this to pandemic because we're in it and it's been going on for a really long time now, but I have this thing that happens to me at night where when my eyes are closed, like when it, right, right before I fall asleep and I never had it like this much before or maybe I just never noticed it, I'm starting to see really crazy layers of stuff. And it almost looks like Disney in the Fantasia sort of time period, you know, and like that post-war kind of thing. But it's like, and it's weird, there'll be flashes of light. It almost looks like computer animation. And the first times that it happened to me, I was like, am I like having some like um, old person eye problem? But then it only happens at sleep. It doesn't happen like in the daytime. And it kind of looks like cartoons. Like one day it was like falling leaves in a bunch of colors. Another day it was like faces and then there'd be like a light, like a beacon off in the distance. It was so weird. Have you had anything like that? I don't even know. I don't know what the fuck this is. It's not like astral travel. It's not like a normal dream because I'm awake. I mean, it's not like
3: a lucid dream either, you know, so. Have you had anything remotely like that? I have not, but I feel like you're like I'm, I'm definitely not as psychic as you are. And like my psychic sense, I feel like is definitely like clairsentience. Like I have like I, a lot yeah. of feeling versus like visuals. So I haven't had that. But a fun thing that started to happen to me now is that as I fall asleep, I feel like I'm like dying and forgetting to breathe. And then like I wake myself up in a panic. Sometimes that'll happen when I have like too much of an edible, but like it's just started to happen not with that so it's like I'll be drifting off to sleep and then like I'll feel like I'm I feel like I'm like I freak myself out because I think I'm stop stopping stop I think I'm stopping breathing I don't know but if then true. you realize you're still alive to <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's horrible so I just you I, I like anything. old old hag syndrome or something I don't know what it is I don't know what it is. It's, maybe it's I'm eating too much weed I'm not sure
0: oh yeah okay so let's talk let's talk about weed because um gabby has a column in high times and this is like one of the best names ever it's called the high
3: priestess
0: My mo with like, like smoking or eating <laughs> or ingesting in any way, weed was like I would only do it, it like this was my motto. Oh, I'll only do that if I'm on at least three or four other substances. And nowadays, those days are long gone. So Aww. Um, yeah. I just can't. I just can't. I don't know. Something I felt like I was allergic to weed, but uh, so it's so le- like like when they legalized it in L.A. I thought, and this was so far before the pandemic, but I thought, what am I going to have to go outside in the gas mask now? <laughs> yeah. Because oh,
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I get contact high really easy. Not, uh, not
3: kidding. You're so psychic. I feel like that shit can be like too, can open up too much if you're not. Yeah, I
0: think so too. Maybe that's why. But so yeah. tell us about your column. What do you, um, what do you like, Like, now I'm embarrassingly admitting it. I don't read it. But, I mean, it's just because I'm not weed-oriented. I read lots of other stuff.
3: (laughs) Oh, I don't care. I'm not not offended. So, um, my column's been really fun. I explore the intersection of ritual and magic and cannabis and plant medicine. So, it'll be two years in February that I've had it. And I write, like, I've written um, a stoner's guide to like Libra season or Aries season. Like I have a lot of those that kind of, I work both with like cannabis and the astrological zodiacal season to kind of, you know, like inspire different ways to work with cannabis. I have interviewed artists. I've interviewed, um, Chelsea Wolf and my friend Blake Armstrong, who's a really incredible visual artist and, um, I write a lot about sex and weed and magic and how to work with sex magic and cannabis. Um, I have written about, I'm trying to think, I I was writing it twice a month and now it's like every month and a half or so. Um, But I've interviewed my friend Taylor, whose birthday it is today, has a really beautiful botanica that she sells, like um, herbal smoke sticks and different herbs and, I've talked to her about plant medicine. I have interviewed Donna Matrixes um, about how to work with cannabis and sex magic and um, BDSM. So there's a lot. Like there's a lot of different uh, articles on in my page that have to do just like mostly yeah, with, like inner sport, sport, innersplor- exploring the intersection of um, <laughs> cannabis and ritual and magic.
0: So let's talk. Let's talk about sex. Ma- let's talk about sex magic, baby. Let's talk about you. Let's uh, let's let's tell everyone in podcast land about sex magic, and it's magic with a K. I always spell yeah. it like that because I'm just like Aleister Crowley with a C, not a K. But he should have spelled it with a K if he really wanted to be heavy metal, hair metal, yeah. and magical with a K. <laughs> yeah. So, um, all right, so like, let's let's. Why don't you tell um, everyone like some of the parts of you know of, of your practice with sex magic, and let's tell them how they can like play with this type of thing for um, you know, with a lockdown buddy. Yeah,
3: or by yourself, which is yeah, or with <laughs> a lockdown buddy
0: that plugs into the wall or has batteries. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so <laughs> like- I describe. Oh, sorry. I describe sex magic as. Working with sexual energy as a force to support your intention. So, if a spell is raising energy for a desired outcome, then sex magic is using sexual energy in orgasms. Or you you don't have to orgasm if you don't if you're not able to orgasm. It's it's fine, but it's really just using sexual energy with intention because the idea is that sexual energy is like the creative sustain like sustaining force of the universe like that is how things are made even if you're not having a child like creative energy um or you know artistic projects, or books, or podcasts, like those are all still things that you are birthing and bringing into the world. And um, you can use sexual energy as a means of manifesting, or banishing, or connecting to your body, connecting to the divine. So in my own practice, I am devoted to the dark goddess of love and the goddess of love. So uh, I work with sex magic both as a way to you know, fuel my rituals or my spells or whatever it is that my desire is. And also as an act of, um, like a devotional act to the goddesses that I I worship, both as a connection to my own divinity, a connection to my own body, and as a way to connect with this, um, with the deities I worship, a big part of my Well, the foundation of my own personal magical practice is goddess worship and working with the divine feminine. Um, And it's also really rooted in the subversive and the taboo. And um, for me, kink and bondage and submission and shame and pain are all part of this devotional offering that I, I... You
0: might as well be Catholic. No, I'm just
3: kidding. <laughs> yeah, sure, I know, right? Like hurting myself, devoted to the goddess. I mean, listen, Mary is a is the goddess. She was Isis, yes. Perdite. So you know, it's like they can say all they want about not believing that women are holy or whatever. When we all know that the Catholics really just adopted the the goddess and uh, changed her up a little bit to to fool some people, but they didn't really fool many people.
0: I had I I used to live behind um, a convent uh, <gasps> in in Hollywood in the middle of Hollywood and there was this nun that would flagellate herself every night and she sounded like she was coming, but every night like like we'd be in the middle of like some insane cocaine and ecstasy party or something and I would like take that um, needle off the record player this is how long ago it was. And they're like, listen, 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 because she always did it like right at the same time. And then we'd all be in the back bedroom with the window open and everyone would be going like, no way, no fucking way, no way. So she'd funny. be like, oh, you could hear like a cat of nine tails or whatever she was using, like slap. And then she'd be like, oh, like that way, we trying to figure out like how old she was and what she looked like. And yeah, oh, it was.
3: I love her. I hope she's doing well. I,
0: I sort of got the impression that she was older and had been doing this for a long time. So I don't know. I mean, it didn't, it didn't seem like it was a hot nun, but it it really sounded like a porn. I gotta say, like it was. I
3: love that.
0: I know, me too. It was amazing, and also that the building of the um, nunnery was really old. So it was completely like a horror movie. All the lights were off except for hers, and then you could just hear all these slaps and and like whip whip noises and moans coming out of it. It was really was, if there had been iPhones that. in those days, I would have been all over that shit. Oh yeah.
3: I would watch that. I would watch that uh, very specific porno. not gonna
0: lie. <laughs> okay, so um have you ever done sex magic with um with another person, like while you were having sex with them, whether they knew or didn't know? Like have you ever I've
3: done it with one person and I I don't regret it but like our voices both like we were fucked like we had done it we had set our intention and i was really i was just like this is like i wanted to like find a new apartment so i was like i'm gonna- oh i,
0: not- I know that you did a ritual for that i didn't know it was a sex
3: magic ritual I did a lot of rituals for it but like yeah i did it i i i did it i think it was like the leo new moon last year with the leo rising um and it was like mostly, you know, like my thing. So, but like there was a point in the ritual where like our voices change, and like I felt the energy It was really strange. But like, it was, it was, it was with a guy, right? Yeah, it was with a dude. I don't regret it, but it's somebody that like I I should not have done it with. Like, did he they, did they, they, he Did he know what was going on? Yeah, I told him because I don't okay, really. Just I mean, yeah. I don't, that's most of my, I mean, my whole sex magic practice really is solo. And I, I just like don't want to entangle somebody else's energy when I'm having sex with them. Like I, you know, everybody has their own opinions about like what, what's correct or what's not morally. But for me, like to have that, you know, like I've definitely like thought of stuff as in other people, but like for me to actually do like sex magic with somebody who isn't consenting to that doesn't feel right because like it's just going to tangle their energy up in this working that I'm doing and it just gets more complicated and like, yeah, I think that was like the last time I had sex with this dude and it was, it was fine and like I have my apartment now, but it, um, I didn't trust him the way that I should have. I just feel like if you're going to do sex magic, always start with like forming that relationship with yourself um, and it can, you know, you might want to start small, like, ooh, like, I'm going to do sex magic to manifest, you know, like, a check for $50 or $50, like, I think starting small and then, like, having that kind of, like, prove to yourself that you can do it. I think that having, like, a, like, honoring that erotic relationship with yourself really powerful and really important, and if you are choosing to invite somebody into this space with yourself, like, to really trust them and to really know them because it's like you're going to be entangling your energy with somebody else and like this spell is going to have somebody else's like energy entangled with it and it can get really complicated and kind of messy pretty fast in my
0: sometimes i'm really slappy about stuff like that like sometimes i will fuck someone or like even be making out with them and then go and masturbate about it later you know Uh And, and then i use that like for that for my sex magic, but the other person's thoughts are there, and then I and then sometimes I even get sidetracked. I'm like, are they feeling this right now? Because can't you also like not on sex magic, but can't you just think of a person and they call you, or is that oh, is yeah. that just?
3: <laughs> huh? Oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like there's definitely been people where I'll like be thinking of them and they'll text me. I think that's just like a witch thing.
0: I think so too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but- they, just so everyone knows, Gabby is sitting in the closet and in, in front of all these like shiny satin-like lingerie outfits. I'm seeing, and that's what all the crashing around was before. It wasn't demons entering your house. She's now in the closet talking about closet.
3: To- Where i long next to all oh, my. I, can't wait. Yeah. I see a
0: schoolgirl skirt
3: in the background there. <laughs> yep. There's a lot of and then have my my collars and. All my lingerie is right above me. I'm just like turning my life into like a magenta filthy fantasy that's kinky and twitchy and
0: it's, it's been fun. I just had breakfast with someone who uttered the phrase completely innocently when I was briefly an altar boy and I was like, what? What? Tell me <laughs> that's
3: so hot. Tell me more. No, I know. It's so fucking hot. Yeah. <laughs> um. So um
0: what else what are you listening to these days tell us tell us um tell us you can tell all the people but really you're just whispering it in my ear now um who's your favorite like people to listen to music wise
3: oh okay so i have made um playlists for the goddesses that i am devoted to which i don't want to say who they don't are. Know who they are. That I know. You'll be able to tell if you know me. Um, I've been listening to uh, Vanessa Irina. her project is called Knife Sex and she has Oh that's a, so, yeah, yeah, Knife Sex. The best name. Um she has an album called Babylon that I've been listening to and doing a lot of sex magic to Babylon as in Crowley style or Babylon yeah. as in uh, Babylon as okay. B A B A L O N, the goddess for uh, it's hey, a, right, right. a like, yeah. For the goddess, so I listened to her. I finally listened to Chromatica by Lady Gaga, and that's been fun because it's all like gay club music, which I love. Let me see. Um, I have been listening to a lot of like metalcore music that I listened to like 10 years ago. Um, so I'm not gonna embarrass myself and say that I've had Wop on a repeat, like that song with Cardi and Megan. Oh, I love
0: Kylie B and Megan. They're so sick. Oh, my God. Did you see Kylie B's, like, um, post a while ago about 1111?
3: Yes, I love it. I love that for her. She's such a witch. And she's a Libra, truly Venusian goddess. Um, I've been listening to Boy Harsher. They have been my... Boy Harsher? Music. Yes, Boy Harsher. Oh, I don't um, know about them
0: because I'm old. And they're, newer.
3: They're, an, they're an L.A. band, so I like them a lot. Um, yeah, I haven't really been listening to, like, a lot of new stuff, unfortunately, besides, like, WAP, but, um, yeah, I'm, like, I'm always looking for more music, because I don't have a very, uh, elegant music palette, so I, it's kind of, I'm always like, I don't know, what am I listening to, so, a lot of music from 10 years ago, unfortunately.
1: Oh
0: my god. I'm not, but I mean if you like if you still like it it's but at this point it's classic. I mean I listened to shit. I listen to like now it's like cough cough like 43 years ago. But I mean we got to admit that that shit is a lot better than what's on the radio now. I mean Yeah,
3: yeah but um, the thing is I also like metalcore music which is like sh- not the best but it it's fun. So
0: I, I, I like, um. I'm just going to say this right now, uh, apropos of nothing, maybe just because it's near Halloween and hashtag masks, I still love Kiss. I can't just like, fucking eat it when Kiss comes on the radio.
3: I don't know if I could like name a Kiss song.
0: What? You're kidding. You don't know them? You would be so into them. Jesus them like strutter you have to go and listen maybe we should play that at the end of this episode i could totally see dancing around in latex to that song and especially wait, with all the, with the stuff that you have on now there's this line she wears her satins like a lady okay, I, love that. I
3: literally just got a satin bedspread duvet cover to complement my satin sheets so and now you're and you're wearing a satin teddy right now i am yeah i am wearing a satin Hey, we're to- oh see?
0: Oh my god, if you guys in podcast line could see what I just saw, you'd be like yelling, <laughs> hubba, hubba. Everybody has to go and blast strutter at the same time as a ritual while wow. <laughs> as soon as this podcast is over. Oh, then yes, it will please. just repeat over and over all over the world. Um Yeah, you would lo- okay, I am I'm gonna um send you a link to some kiss <laughs> when we're done with this. Um so let's talk since 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 we're in Halloween season 2020, um, and Halloween is a blue moon for anyone listening. If you don't know what a blue moon is, it's not just an Elvis song. It's the second blue moon. It's the second full moon in a month, and I can't believe that we started October with a full moon, and we're ending it with a full moon. That's like the most magical well, thing I've ever wonderful. heard of.
3: I know, me too. It's going to be intense. And yeah, like for witches who celebrate, Halloween is known as Samhain and it is our New Year. So it's going to be extra special this year for sure. Yeah,
0: it's like New Year's Eve. And Samhain, just so you guys know, I know some of you think it's called Samhain because that's how it's spelled. But it's yeah. if you want to if you want to really impress um, the people that you're um, virtually dating, you can call it Samhain. And they'll think you know what you're talking about. Yes. What is that so let's um jesus even your your drink is pink i know i
3: know i'm I'm slowly morphing into all woods
0: no, no, that's, that's really pink. good yeah 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 so um what I, what are you gonna do on Halloween ritual wise or um so i'm, I'm trying to i know i'm gonna be um Doing tarot cards because I always do full moon tarot cards for clients. And if you guys are listening to this and you want one, the minute I announce it, you better sign up because that shit is gonna sell out fast. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. so what are you, you gonna do, Gabby? And what can we tell people to do? So Since we can't go trick or treating.
3: I think that I'm probably gonna have like a little. I'm either. It depends on if I'm seeing my friend Ivory, um, but we'll probably hang out if we're still merging pods. If not, I'll probably hang out with my sister and her girlfriend, and probably do like a virtual coven hang with some friends. But I, because Samhain is really the time when we honor those who have passed. So both our ancestors and those who have um, died in the previous year, and anybody that we feel connected to who's on the other side. And just because, like, we've had so many deaths with COVID that we haven't mourned and that we haven't ritualized and that we and haven't really thought of. Oh,
0: yeah. The, you know how, yeah. like, um, everyone, so I'm telling this to the audience, not you, when everybody says, when you see it online with witchy influencers, when they're saying the veil is thin, it means that there's a lot of spirits around. And the veil has been so transparent the whole time yeah. of COVID. It's been insanity. Um,
3: yeah, so I really think I'm going to do a ritual of just, like, remembrance and honoring those who have passed and just like sending them love and holding them in my heart and you know like giving offerings of food and of drinks and of sweets and i think that like the best thing that we can really do is ritualize death and like ritualize that morning because like we haven't been able to come together in community and grieve, which is, you know, like that's what happened after 9-11. Like that's what happens after a major crisis. We are there for each other and we mourn publicly. And I think because of COVID, like not, you know, not being able to do that, like individually taking the responsibility of like- And, so, and after- some people couldn't even get, they couldn't even get into uh, like a hospital room
0: to like comfort their loved ones as they died whether they they were on a ventilator or not i mean that's so fucked up
3: yeah so i think that um that's really what my what my ritual is going to be centered around i think reverence and remember what can we tell other people
0: to do because i feel like if you want to honor um your own ancestors um especially if you're in la but it's become like worldwide like it it would be good for you guys to look up um any dia de los muertos rituals because they've been honoring ancestors in a way that like americans and you know people from other countries do not like like we i feel like um there's a lot of like especially in America, there's a, a lot of weird shit surrounding sex and death. You know what I yeah. mean? There's all these taboo things people don't talk about either. And yeah. for all the people that are talking about sex on social media, it's still not that many people talk about that at all. So yeah. but, so any kind of thing that you want to do, you could set up like, um, you could make an altar out of anything. Yeah. An altar can be on your desk, it can be on a bedside table, it can be in your yard. And yeah. if you want was- to honor their ancestors why don't you tell them some ways and then i'll tell them some yeah
3: way. so it's gonna also make my main suggestion so dia de los muertos, de los muertos is started in mexico oh wait city. i forgot you're half
0: mexican
3: yeah, all... so, my mom is from the jewish community in mexico city by way of like her father being from europe or from germany and her grandparents being from her maternal grandparents being from Poland. So my mom and my grandma grew up in Mexico city. And like I grew up going there and visiting and speaking Spanish. So we don't like celebrate because the Dia de los Muertos is a Catholic tradition. Like it's not something that like my family really ever celebrated, but it is something that like my mom was around, my grandma was around when they were growing up. And the thing is like in, in Mexico specifically, and like other Latin countries who have kind of started to do something similar it's not a time of mourning, it's not a time of like, of sadness, but it's a celebration of life. It's a celebration of the, the beauty that these souls brought into the world. There's a lot of beautiful colors and there's different kinds of sweets and cakes and traditionally marigold flowers are, um, are put from like the entrance of a home to the family altar so that way the the people who have passed over can return to the land of the living so um i was going to suggest an altar because it's something that's really easy and can like really transcend any religious beliefs or spiritual beliefs and an altar is just a energetic focal point of the space in this case the intention would be to honor those who have passed away so you can honor like physical like blood family members and you can also honor people who have been, like, spirit guides for you. So, like, you know, like, actresses or musicians or writers. David Bowie, Huh? David Yeah, Bowling. exactly. Like, people like him or, um, you know, like Prince or, um, you know, anybody who has passed away, you can take the time to... like create an altar so even like chadwick who passed away not too long ago like you can put a photo of him or black panther on your altar and you can put whatever speaks to you so like some traditional things to put on altars are flowers and offerings of food or libations like alcohol or like favorite wine or favorite drinks Um, or
0: anything they loved you know like that like you can put like if someone liked a particular kind of perfume you can put that on there or if they only loved blue flowers or if they were a racer you could put like you know little little miniature cards on it whatever you know
3: yeah or like if it's somebody you know if it's like an artist you like printing out like a photo of some other of art or putting one of their books like it really is just like an energetic uh, a space in which you can return to honor this people through creating this kind of like energetic um talisman or portal that connects you to that that person so I think it's a really easy way to connect with the energy of Samhain um and yeah you can put it like on your dresser or on your desk or um outside or like above your fireplace and if you for some reason like aren't able to be open about it you can even have a portable altar that you put in like a box under your bed and take it out for you know Contemplation and prayer, or ritual, or whatever it is.
0: Well, and also, I mean, you can also do a disguise altar, like, like yeah. you know, if you, if you look in any, like, through the ages, uh, at least in the 20th century, if you look at any teenager's room, it's basically an altar to all the things they love and want yeah. to become. Yeah. You so. know. So. Yeah. So um. Yeah. I mean, altars are pretty pretty good that way. And I, I, oh my God, you should see what the hell's on my altar now. It's so, it's so sloppy. It's crazy. Wait, there's a sign. There's a sign that someone gave me and it's sitting on my altar. It it. says says share the road and it's got a a picture of a witch on a broomstick. (laughs) (laughs) One time there was a puppet laying on my altar, not on purpose.
3: (laughs) I love that. I need that story. That's fascinating.
0: (laughs) well i there, actually there was a story about instagram featuring the same puppet last night that was from my archive but the second they put it up i checked an hour later and it was like taken down already <laughs> cuz it was it was a <laughs> maybe that's as far as i'll go with this story it involved it involved a boy in a pig mask in a gold pig mask crawling over to eat candy corn out of my hand <laughs> They got taken down. but but my hand was was the puppet. It was like this plush bunny puppet, and it started off with with squeal like a pig. So I mean, yeah, they just took that shit down. <laughs> oh
3: yeah, technology. You and technology don't get along, and that's okay. But I have I have a similar issue though. It's not as not quite as severe as
0: when well, you know, when you you mean when you post um, like tension like, photos. Not
3: so much posting, but like if i'm around somebody else's technology like i'll probably fuck it up even mm. if it's not actually my doing like you have it definitely look a lot stronger than i have it but like yeah technology it's because we're elect electricity witches because we're we like- are
0: and then here's here's what this is for you guys listening it's uh i used to get called carry or fire starter all the time but this is a real thing Um, telekinesis everyone knows about um, or you can call it psychokinesis so some people call it PK even though that sounds like it would be something like Antifa or Proud Boy or something like it sounds like a military organization like K nine. but um, so um, electro psychokinesis is called the EPK and it's when you have it's like when you can't wear a watch when you have odd effects on electronics like I've blown out like like the lamps on movie sets, like I, I I freeze computer banks. I you know, it got to the point where if I walked into a recording studio, someone would say, "Hey, nice to see you. Don't get near the dot machine." Like you know, <laughs> and so you have it too, right? A lot of people have it.
3: It's definitely a lot less severe than that, but it's yeah. Like I'm like if somebody's taking my photo, then like something weird will fucking happen with like their camera or something. And, or like, do you get
0: like those like manifestations that look like sparkles, but they're actually spirits? I'm not talking about orbs. Like I'm talking about those crazy lines and there's no lights nearby or anything.
3: I haven't, but I wonder if that's just cause I'm like not psychically attuned to picking that up. But, um, mine's yeah, mine's definitely not as severe, but it's like weird shit will usually happen if I'm involved with technology in some way or another.
0: And- I always just say hire a professional. I just won't even go near it. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. I don't know anything. I make someone change like the memory card and something for me because like one year I went through like um, six car batteries and a couple of cell phones. And luckily the car batteries were always under warranty. And so, I, I mean, this was before, this was when I was still in denial of my electrical shit. <laughs> Wow. I yelled at the guy at the store where I got it and I was like are these like defective and he's like no they're normal but it's okay it's under warranty and then I came in the next week and he looked at me and he was like really
3: oh my god yeah your
0: I power- killed a cop I killed a cop car once when my boyfriend was getting arrested
3: oh my god thank you for your work
0: <laughs> I know <laughs> The lights were going up and down with my with my sobs because they wouldn't even let me get near him. I was like, <gasps> and I could see the lights going up and down. And then in the back of my mind, I was like, oh my god, my electrical stuff starting. And then the cop guy just went like that and died in the and that the cops started having an argument. One of them was like, but I had it serviced
3: this morning. Look in the log. Like <laughs> that's so inspiring. Yeah, thank you for your work.
0: He still went to jail though. <laughs> I couldn't help that, yeah. but, but only jail, not prison. Okay. Anyway, yeah. So, um, what what kind of um what kind of stuff do you have coming up? Did I already ask you this because my caffeine is wearing off? Like um, I'm
3: not. So- oh yeah, you have the goddess
0: book, the goddess book. They tell everyone about the goddess book because that'll be available, um, probably before a safe vaccine is. <laughs>
3: Like, I hope not because it's going to be, I turn it in in May and then it'll be published the next spring. So it comes out in spring of 2022. Oh, okay. So you better have a
0: vaccine before
3: that. But yeah, that's what I'm working on. I'm writing it right now. And it is going to take like a mythological and historical look at like the goddess um, and the goddess religion in different places around the world. But it'll also, it's also going to have, um, Rituals and practices and journal questions and all that kind of stuff. So it'll have like this context but the the point is to help you create your own devotional practice to To goddess or to a certain goddess. So I'm really excited. It's been really Um, it's been a saving grace honestly. I feel like having a long-term project is keeping me Sane because I have something to like look forward to and something to work on. So I have that which I'm really excited for and um In the meantime, I write uh, ritual guides for every full moon and new moon and then like the holidays of the witch. So I'll have a combined Samhain and full moon and Taurus guide for the end of the month Um, or full moon. Yeah, full moon and Taurus because it'll be in Scorpio season. So I always do that. So I have those available both on my website and my Patreon um, and yeah, just like other random stuff like more columns, a couple articles, that kind of stuff.
0: Yay! And now, what yeah. are you going to do? Photos for
3: today? Secret? Yeah. Oh, I um, I am part, or I'm collaborating with a swimwear brand, and they sent me this like crazy tiny magenta vinyl bikini that has like little stars over the boobs and like a thong bottom. Say, so... say their name. Say their name. Oh, oh my god! I just got. A, let me look, cause I totally forgot. Because now they can send me some. No. <laughs> yeah. They are, they're called um, Meltdown, Meltdown Swimwear. So they're an LA based swimwear brand. And yeah, I'm going to collage it. I've been working on collages since the beginning of quarantine for my project Erotic Oracle. So hopefully, uh, I'll definitely have more of those in the coming months as well.
0: And you guys will be able to find all of Gabby's socials in the episode description so you can see all her hot pictures, but you you might never get to see her in the closet the way that I just did.
3: I <laughs> know, <laughs> it's got a very special, very specific peek into my life that most people do not get.
0: <laughs> well, well, this is the first time I ever admitted I had a plush puppet on my altar, so there you go.
3: Yay, <laughs> I love it. Thank you for your vulnerability. <laughs> Anything else you want to talk about, Zah? Um, I fucking miss going to Bell, Book, and Candle so much. I miss You're seeing everything. you about my witchy burlesque show. I miss it. I miss it. I miss seeing you. I miss seeing all my friends naked on stage being beautiful.
0: I so, know. I haven't been publicly naked in like seven months now, and I feel like it's aging me in a detrimental way.
3: Well, you've been pretty naked on your Instagram. I feel like you've been posting a lot of like belly dance videos.
0: That's not naked in the way that, well. <laughs> true.
3: That's not like tits out with the pasties on. And I'm a pentagram good. g-string. Well, yeah, it's true. You're still naked but, in my heart.
0: Yeah, you're always naked in my, in my fantasies, Gabby. <laughs>
3: thank you. Thank you. It's the nicest thing anybody's said to me. Ever,
0: possibly. Hog, all hog and shit. <laughs> yes. It's been so nice to talk to you. She's twirling her ponytail in a very fetching way.
3: Thanks. Thanks for noticing. I love you. Pleasant. This was fun.
0: I love you, too. Let's say goodbye to everybody.
3: Bye. Thank you for listening. Bye. I'm Mwah. waving in my heart.
0: We catch you sinners next time. That was Gabby Hirstick. Isn't she amazing? She's, she's, she's a combination of my witchy daughter and my idol. Aww, like, my even friend. though that sounds kind of wrong, but it's meant with like a pure heart. I know.
3: I, um, I consider, I was on Teresa Reed. You guys are my, my punk godmothers.
0: Oh yeah. I love Teresa Reed too. <laughs> okay. So bye you guys. We will, um, I will hit you up in the next, uh, episode and make sure you check out Gabby. You will not be disappointed whether you're seeing her on IG or Twitter or anywhere else she posts or whether you are getting her books, which are fabulous. Bye. Bye.
2: I dream of you draped in wires and leaning on the brakes As I leave you with restless lions and dealers on the take And I can read
1: you like a gumshoe, watch this meeting, i sweat and shake I'll take The Devil's Music is written and hosted by Pleasant Gaiman. Produced by Aaron Alden. All sound design by Jerry Danielson of Busy Signal Studios. And of course, is part of the Pantheon Podcast Network. Find all of our shows at pantheonpodcasts.com. Our social presence is at Pantheon Podcasts on Facebook and Instagram. Tweet us at Pantheon Pods. All songs can be found wherever you get great music. Please pick up these important and fantastic tracks. It's NFL Draft Season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football